We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Hey, it's your girl, Octane. Taking a break from this chaos to thank our patrons. We have our solo patron, Cavett, and our nomad patrons, Dead Dog 47, Evie from HR, Clingster, Nunta9, Remington Cloutier, and Rick Haberlin. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much. Now strap yourself in, enjoy the ride, and enjoy the episode. Well, welcome back to Cyberpunk, your Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. I am your host and referee, Aaron. Joining me, per usual, are these fuck faces. Starting with Daniel. <laughs> um, Daniel, I play the solo known as Sharpshot. Uh, I carry a sniper rifle, like to use that as my main weapon, and he just ate. I'm uh- I'm Octane, and I play the character Ariel. (laughs) I'm Ariel, and I play the character Octane, the nomad driver who will eat all of the ramen and don't (laughs) care what Sharpshot says. Yes, Soba. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) What can you say when we bring real life into it? (laughs) Toasty, save me. Why would I ever do anything for you? Uh, But I'm Toasty, and I play Mono. The... Techie, uh, who definitely eats her own weight in ramen, and her weight is significant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. She's a big girl. She's got to eat a lot. (laughs) Aaron, before we introduce Seven, we need. Before we introduce Seven, he's ruining it. No, because we need to go to the Soba place again. Soba. With with, with Mono. Just nudes. With Mono. I got. I know what the sharp chef's going to say. Just Anyways, <laughs> so joining us again is our lovely, lovely, lovely cyber psycho, Seven Blades. Seven Blades. <laughs> so glad you're here. Please save me. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm fuckface number four. I play Seven, who plays <laughs> Dagan, the number one daddy from Night City. Big daddy. <laughs> he brought the milk. He's, he brings <laughs> bring back the, the milk. milk. He's, all <laughs> and also Robin. <laughs> oh fuck you! It's a weird combination, but you know, Night City. God damn it! Anyway, so uh, where we last left off, you guys had uh, entered a race, middle of the race, and uh, you came upon your friend Nas's vehicle. In the middle of the race, after doing some daring and death-defying leaps and bounds. However, when coming upon the vehicle, the dock 
was the only one found by none other than Octane. He suffered a severe chest wound, and you pulled him into the vehicle. Right now, Dagon and Mono are trying to perform emergency care on the dock, while Octane is trying to still win this race. You get to a four-way intersection, and three cars burst out of nowhere right behind you. They've clearly cheated their way to this point. And that's where we'll pick up. Octane, you are full throttle on this straightaway. These three cars are high on your ass. And Mono and Dagon, you are currently still trying your damnedest to pull him back to the life of the, to the land of the living. So that's where we'll pick up. So they're behind me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm pushing that little red button that Firefox put in my car. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh that yeah. I completely forgot about until I edited oh, that episode. Yeah. So you're pushing the little red button? Pushing the red button. Alright, so you drop the bomb out the back end of this vehicle. The little Betsy. Betsy pooped out a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so as the bomb drops out the rear and it bounces a couple times and rolls under the first of the three vehicles and explodes but it doesn't actually cause an explosion it just causes a pulse so anybody who has any sort of neuroware needs to make me a cyber tech check right now is that one total or one for each one total okay so i believe i got a six total i don't have cyber tech it's not a normal one that you have. Like Toasty would potentially have it, but you I still don't. get the stat. Yeah, I have a four. And I roll a two. That's oh, it. Fuck. <laughs> I can only max out at fourteen. Unless, I, well, if I roll a ten, but well, fuck. completely counterbalance the very roll, low roll of six. I believe that is a thirty <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm taking some of Toasty's. <laughs> I have a so uh, I have a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, so you two have saved. No problems. You literally just had to get a fucking 10, Daniel. Yeah, but if I made it if so it's simple. just deactivating the cyberware that it's affected, it's not going to affect me because it's, yeah, that's all it's, it's to connect do. to a smart gun and stuff like that. I have it for that. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah, but I don't use a smart gun. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you failed, all of your neuroware is ceased. It's done. That is the virus. It 100% destroys it. So oh. that being said... Ariel, you do have to make one check. Okay, for what? The car itself. Because there is a neural link to the gun that's been installed onto your car. So you can fire this thing via neural link. 13. Oh, yeah, it's fine. So the bomb goes off. I need to make some saving throws for our lovely, lovely little assholes in the back. So, two out of the three vehicles immediately just brake seize up. Well, the first vehicle's brake seize up. And it, the third, the second one in the line just smashes into the ass end of this thing and both go up in flames. 
The third vehicle, however, whizzes around past them, and you can tell that its movements are jerky, but it's still they're still coming up on your ass. Took care of two of them, guys. So, uh, however, Mono and Dagon, I need you guys to roll me another first aid. Okay. <laughs> Is it you making the roll this? Uh, what's your what's your mod for it? Six and four. I have eight and two, so it doesn't really matter. It's the same thing. <laughs> I did not do great last time. I'm gonna put it. You know what? I'll put the pressure on you. Ah, sweet. Oh. So I'm rolling with. You got luck. You, you also got luck. Mono, Mono's just putting pressure where she needs to put it, uh, as directed by Dagan at this point. So you know what? The game usually says give a bonus dice, but I'm actually gonna do some D and D rolls here, and I'm gonna fucking say advantage roll here. Okay. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I'm the ref. I can do what I want. No use. <laughs> I already made the roll, so I can't use the luck. Just got to use luck before you make the roll, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 17? 17's actually pretty good. Pretty good. Oh, uh, this professional level. So you've managed to stabilize the wound now. No longer is it gushing out blood. He is He's not going to die from bleeding out. The problem you have now is you both know that if you don't do something to get... If your surgery doesn't start soon, he's not going to make it past another hour because he's going to die from internal bleeding. And probably also, like... Because he was shot, correct? Yep. Mm. It was probably a bullet still. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is there an exit wound? I don't know if we there is that. no exit wound. Okay, yeah, there's definitely still a bullet yep. in him then. So, well, I got this superheated knife. <laughs> <laughs> that will do nothing for the internal yeah. bleeding, but <laughs> you'll cauterize the wound. You might. Oh my you god! Could pry out the bullet. It's it's, it's sterile. It's super heated. Yeah. <laughs> so, Octane, you're driving along. You this this no matter what this car is doing behind you, they can't catch up. You pedal to the metal, and it seems like they catch up for a bit, and then they start to drop back. Like the car starts to shake, and they drop back. So you can tell you've done something to the vehicle or the driver. One of the two. They can't. They can't catch up to you. There's no way. I'm sitting here thinking we need fucking lacerate. Speaking of his replacement, <laughs> can I fire backwards at these guys with my sniper rifle? You can. You'll have to go out the window or you'll have to go out the sniper hat or the. Uh, no, no, because I do not like climb. I don't want to climb in the back seat. There's already three people back there. Yeah, you ain't getting back there. It's going to be let hard. Me just, let me just. I'm sorry. There's no room guy laying with down. Mono's legs in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put my knee on somebody's chest. That, that's you should just put down. your knee on Mono's leg since it's clearly up front with you guys. That's stabilization. Uh, I will uh, poke my body out. The okay. Because I think we determined there was some type of seatbelt, but I mostly wrap it around myself to keep myself in. I don't <laughs> think it's like official. Yeah, the, the driver's seat and the passenger seat have seatbelts. The back seat does not. No safety belt for you. So I'm kind of wrapped in there. 
and then I'm going to lean out and I think I'm going to use a, I'll use the AP round because that's what's loaded. I will fire a tire area of the car or try to like try to hit a front tire. Okay. Since it's facing us because my tendency to get through windshields has been lacking lately. Well, let me ask this question. Octane, how fast do you have this thing going? I can't remember what I said last episode. I think I said like 180 or 150 or around mm-hmm. that area. Yeah, because I know she wasn't maxing it, but she wasn't wanting to push it past yeah. too far past this limit. Straight away, has got a little ways to go, too. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to... I say this like, you know, going 150 or 180, I'd be able to fastly, you know, stop. But mm-hmm. I'm also, you know, me and not a nomad driver. Yeah. So I was thinking around that because then if I see something, I have enough time to avoid yep. it. You know, according to the GPS, in three miles, you're going to turn right, and that's going to be the finish line. You'll be going back to an underground. It looks like it'll be going to an underground parking garage again. I'm going to look over to Sharpshot, who's like hanging out of the window. I got grenades in my pocket. It'd be funny if I could fire a bullet with grenade attached. And it doesn't work that way, but that that's would, not that would be great. That works. <laughs> you know how that works? Uh, you blow up. <laughs> No, no, it's the first time for everything. Okay. Uh, T- a lot of tape. <laughs> I'm going to need you to make a DV40 check on that. <laughs> and if I make it? You can have it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to try that. <laughs> Though, if depending how far how far away is the car compared to us. You, compared to where you are right now, it's sitting at about 100 yards. Like, they're coming, they're hitting 50 and then dropping back to 100. Like, it's, they are inconsistent. So anywhere between, I'd say, 50 and 100 is where you're at right now. Didn't you pick up, like, a handheld railgun from that one fight with Hero? Well, I have that sniper rifle, but I think the railgun counts as um, Heavy like exotic, yeah, exotic weapon. Because I only have shoulder arms. Ah. So I'd be firing, basically, with disadvantage. <laughs> your, your heavy gunner is holding pressure on a dying man. <laughs> we both are. Yep. <laughs> So if from the time, from the distance we are, your grenades have the general, like, what, four second delay, roughly? Mm-hmm. How, being a, like, the character that I am, do I, if I were to drop a grenade or more out the window, is there sufficient time to it, the other car to catch up before, or would it be a premature explosion or after? Like, could I If you were to that? drop a grenade out the window. Yeah. If you dropped it right, it would hit them and blow up underneath their car more likely. The delay isn't what you're concerned about. It's just accuracy. It's the accuracy. Well, I just wanted to make sure if I threw it out there, it wasn't going to be either premature or too late. If you throw it when they're dropped back to their, I'd say right around the 75, anywhere from 55 to 75 meter range, it's probably going to explode right under their car. If you drop it when they're at 50, it'll explode right in front of them it'll still cause damage but not as much and if you drop it while they're at the 100 yard range it'll blow up right at their ass end it'll still do damage but again not as much okay so you're looking for that sweet spot yeah so i'm gonna gauge that how are your grenades in there ariel for octane or is it like a are they grouped together or like they individually done like if i did it would i be like a bouquet of grenades that i would throw out there <laughs> I think they're just individual. She does have the bomb in the back. 
Yeah, but that's in the back, back isn't it? <coughs> or in or in the back with Toasty. It's the back. Yeah, you got, you'd have to climb. She's almost got like a Humvee setup where you'd have to climb over them to get to the grenades and stuff. No, that sounds like a lot of work. I also have like rocket launchers and shit. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of shit. Well, I guess so. What I'll do then is she said that she had grenades, so I will grab one of these grenades and try and gauge that time frame, that proper time frame to drop one. Because as soon as it's done, then I'm going to prep myself to fire with a sniper rifle. But I know I can't, you know, do the same round. But that way, if the grenade doesn't finish them off, I'm ready to then try and fight them with that. Okay. See so what you want me to do athletics to gauge it right? Yep. Yeet. Yeet. Throw this grenade out there. Hopefully, I roll the dice on the thing. You know what? And just because uh, I'm gonna use all my luck. Okay. Twenty-seven. What would you have got? Just curious. Without your luck. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah, you would have made it either way. Well, yeah, but I was like, you know what? I would rather use that for the grenade than the sniper. That's rifle. okay. So you've gauged it. You know exactly how to time it. You throw the grenade. It bounces. One, two, and then rolls, bounces right underneath the car and explodes mid-cabin, causing a explosion of shrapnel directly out of the center of the vehicle up into the air, and the entire cab catches fire. Because you didn't decide which grenade to throw. You just grabbed one of them. You threw one of the thermal grenades so it melted straight through the cab and has basically killed everyone in that car oh, how many people were i need car? octane to the roll perception how many people were in that car is, yeah he used to, um, i don't i mean oh my god there was at least five okay i'm gonna write down five people sounds like vin diesel wasn't in that car <laughs> it was not family family <laughs> 21 so Right before the car blows up, you catch a glimpse of the logo that's on the front. It is none other than Cleo's logo. And the whole car goes up in smoke. <laughs> uh, hey, Mono? Yeah? That was uh, one of Cleo's cars. I, Whoops. I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, I'll vouch for you. You weren't here. That was on me. Fucking here. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep keep going. Okay. So as you're trucking along, I need you to roll me another drive auto check. You're coming to the turn. You need to decide whether you're gonna slow down, speed up. This is to determine how well you take this corner. 32. Are you going to slow down or speed up? Or stay uh, the same speed? I'll slow a little bit. Not okay. like drastic, but I'll slow a little bit. So you take the corner, you drift through it like a pro, and you whoop, right into the garage. When you get here, your car stops itself. Everybody is lurched forward. All the doors open up, and on the GPS signal you have, it says run to the destination. where's the destination does it have it it has it on the GPS you can look forward as well and there is a case it is an abandoned empty parking lot and there is just a single case large case sitting in the middle of this parking lot 
All right. You guys stay in the car. I'm going to run and get that shit. Okay. So you book it towards the case. And when you get there, it asks for the code from the GPS. Did I see a code when no. I was looking at it? No. What the fuck? Did you take the GPS with you when you left the vehicle? Yeah, if I was able to take it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was mounted, so you could just... Yeah, I'm going to look. Okay, so as you get there, a four-digit code prompts, 3562. 3562. So as it opens, your GPS cuts off. Inside is a cred stick and a chip. Well, that's going in my pocket. So the cred stick, it doesn't have anything written on it. You can tell it's a cred stick. It looks like this is potentially your guys' winnings. Okay. I'll, I'm going to check it out later when you know okay. when we're safe. So as you pocket the cred stick and you shut the case. And the chip. And you got the chip, yeah. You shut the case. And you see a door open from the other side of the parking garage. Standing there, beaten and tied, is Nos. And there is a shadowy figure standing next to him. And that's where we're going to end this episode. So thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. Hey, Jambas, it's your referee, Octane. Thanks for jacking in with us. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not the referee. We got a new one this season. Thought I'd fuck with them. It's a lot of fun. You can catch us on our Twitter, at Cyberpunked1. You can catch us on our Discord. And you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts. New season means new release date. Catch us every other Wednesday. And with that, I'm out. Stay chill, y'all.